This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Zach, and I play a large-scale dream, a half-high-elf bladesinger wizard, member of the Weaver's Guild, and a special legionnaire of the Pandominion. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.35, the Unknown Associates visited the Temple to Ayun, the High God of Knowledge and Prophecy whose worship is attended to by the Keepers of Reflection at a resplendent white library in the Azure Keep. Art quickly got lost among gnomish lore while Morlinde searched for answers about the connections between Ayun and Grandmother Spider, who is a primal spirit that shares their same symbol. Grimton looked for information about Greysunder's Warforged, and finding none, recognized a unique opportunity to sell intelligence to the Keepers' library. Laris searched for an academic article that his father wrote and discovered that it had been censored by the Keepers. He also researched a motive behind the guild collecting the Rod of Resurrection and learned of one Keeper long ago who was executed for tampering with sacred subjects. Many questions have been asked and very few answers have been found. And that's where we'll pick up. You open the door and Nexby's helping your mother with dinner. Nexby is holding a pot of something and turns around to you annoyed because she has not seen you all day. You did not get her up for breakfast. Hey, Nexby, you want to make some quick gold? I wouldn't call that quick. I could have been working on whatever you're going to suggest all day, but I know you left without me to go do whatever it is that you're going to do. I blame Alaris. I also blame Alaris. Well, it was probably my fault. Half our day was spent in the legal office. I don't think you would have cared for that much. That's true. I wouldn't. The other half, though. And the other half was spent sightseeing. Yeah, you missed out. If you want to co-author a book about Warforged, we might be able to get some quick gold out of these suckers. How quickly do you think they can publish a book? Yeah, I don't know if I'd call academics suckers. I mean, tomato, tomato. <laughs> that is what they say, <laughs> says Catherine Gildrim. Or maybe you said, how, how quickly can you get a book done? Uh-huh. Um, and then my response, like, in my brain was like, man, it's 2020. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff. But I wanted to do that in the world of Advantage. So what <laughs> year is it? I don't even need to understand the year system, like, what the starting point was. But, like, when we're talking about the date in in Advantage Land, what, what's, what's the Did year? Did you say Advantage Land? Yes, yeah, because... <laughs> Thank you. It has, a, it has oh a name. Oh my gosh. Everything is whatever land. Yeah, the cusp land. You know me. The cuspland. I the vine land with all the vines. What year is it in the Pandominion? Yeah, I would say it's something like that. Is is You don't think the year is like common? Nah. Why would it be unified? 
Caesar didn't exist. There's no Gregorian calendar. It would depend on what everyone is counting from, because if everyone is counting from like a almost a global event, but that's not a cuspal event. Yeah. Um, then it would be unified. Um, but if we aren't counting from a cusp-wide event, I mean, then it, it could also be. be denoted in the year of the whoever's the ruler. So it could be like the the year year twenty five of grace under the whatever. I don't disagree. So what year is it? <laughs> Sounds like it depends where you're at. Sounds like it depends okay. on where what you're at. What year is it? What year is it for Alric? This is this is a question for Alric. Why do why do I have the answer? <laughs> All right. Steven will think about this at length and come up with a reasonable answer. Good. I also now feel the need to for a calendar system to be made. Uh, I have a calendar system. Well, if there are different ones, then apparently no, we need one. No, for- uh, like it, this one's date based off of seasons. So there's early spring, spring, late spring, early summer, summer, late summer. That's not what I meant. Early fall, fall. Late fall, early winter, winter, late winter, and then there are 28 days in each. What causes, if there's no rotation around a celestial body, what causes mm -hmm. those seasons? The primal spirits and the primal band. That was the primal spirits way of solidifying change, but ordered change as a synthesis between the... It is very ordered. Next be so knowledgeable. Follow-up question. So, like... The spirits are like like clockwork. They don't ever have like an accidentally slightly too long winter or it's on point every time. Well, no, they probably have forgotten to flip the switch. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like a one spirit that's like, what was I supposed to do today? Oh, it's like changing yeah. the filter oh. in your air conditioner. You're like, you only have to do it oh, once a month. Yeah. So the alarm you goes off. You change the filter it. in your air conditioner once a month? That's how often you're supposed to change it. That's how often you're supposed to change it? Yeah. I have bad news for yeah. everybody I've been living with. Um, next B is upset. Your mom is trying to uh, obviously keep Next B from being too upset, but also like pay attention and give you the benefit of the doubt, you know? So come on, sit down for dinner. What, what, tell us about your day. Next B, I'm sorry that I didn't wake you up. Yep. See, Next B, what happened is sometimes we forget NPCs are a burden as well as an <laughs> asset. Yep. I just thought that, you know, I was a significant part of the hashtags. I'm just, I'm just, I'm hurt. Well, we will not leave you behind ever again. Who says that I even want to go with you next time? Fair enough, I guess. If you don't want to go, then don't go. Fine. And your mom is like stone-faced and wide-eyed. So tell us about your day. Yes? I don't remember what your mom says. Tell us about your day. Nope, that's not it. Nah. Tell us about your day. It needs more like mom energy, like. So, tell us about your day. Mm. Um. Well, we went and talked to a lawyer. Fun. Um. His name was Pony. Tony. Have you heard anything about um uh, J Pony Esquire? J Pony Esquire? Nope. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not a big legal person. That's fair. I just uh, he's, I mean, he lives here. I don't know. I mean, he, Wait, how do you might, how do you know he's a legal person? He's got Esquire in his name, Portland, eh? Oh, fair. That's what that means. <laughs> I thought you were the legal head of a city or something. No, I'm the spiritual leader. I don't know anything about legalese. Potato, potato. <laughs> Can you start using like other foods that aren't <laughs> like? Watermelon, watermelon. Like, asparagus, asparagus. Yeah, yeah. Banana, banana. Turnip, turnip. <laughs> so what did you learn? This is this is a what did you learn at school today sort of thing, you know? 
Not much. Yes. Nothing. Well, this is... Oh, I'm sorry. I was not realizing that you were talking to everybody. Yeah. Yes, of course I'm talking to everybody. We're sitting at the oh. table together. This is a family meal. Right. Well, I learned about the goddess Ayun. That was interesting. Tell me more. What did you learn? Um, I learned that uh, she looks a lot like a uh, spirit from my neck of the woods. And I learned that she wasn't super involved. <laughs> and she wasn't super involved um, in the Dawn War. She was more of somebody who just recorded um, things that were going on. Which makes sense, because she's, like, the goddess of knowledge and libraries yeah. and knowing things. Sounds about right. Did you know that giants write books? Because I didn't, and I learned this very excitedly. Catherine Geldrim gives you a big ol' high five. I'm glad that she, like, didn't make fun of me for that, inwardly. No. Like, That's some big mom energy. Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you're here for us. So glad you're here with us. There we go. For episode 2.36. Uh, you're in for a very fun second half of this episode. Not only does the party learn more about Alaris's family, but they are also presented with a fascinating puzzle. Pay close attention to it and see if you can figure out the solution before the party manages to catch on. Test yourself. Are you smarter than a wizard trained at the Weaver's Guild? At the same time, I challenge you to also think critically about what this episode is saying about Alaris' family and their motives and passions. So I'm starting to recognize a pattern with myself in the last few episodes and my inability to faithfully guarantee that uh, they'll be out on Fridays this summer. Uh, I appreciate the grace that y'all have had with me there so far. Um, I do promise that they'll be out roughly twice a month, but I don't think that I can rightfully promise an exact day so I expect somewhere between like every two weeks but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim that I can make every Friday that's just not gonna happen uh, but we are still publishing episodes look for us every once in a while every fortnight or so we are still offering 20 US dollars to the first 20 people who ask for it and uh, in order to help you all no questions asked during weird times um, we've still got a bunch of money remaining in our coffers. Uh, want to encourage people that are concerned with anything about their finances to reach out to us. We love our audience. We believe in the power of mutual aid. Um, similarly, during this time of uh, international Black Lives Matter protests regarding police brutality, uh, I encourage everybody to be safe, whatever that looks like for you. Um, if you're going out in the streets, put your phone on airplane mode, cover your face. Uh, record all police encounters. If going out's not your thing, we offer various links that can provide support for the movement on the Darkmore Podcast Network Discord channel. Just because the media has quieted down a lot on their reportings of police violence at protests, that doesn't mean that the movement is ending. It's still very much alive, and there are people fighting in your communities, uh, hoping for justice, demanding justice, and we ought to be there fighting with them. Oh, we were working on a Switch series with a... Uh, potential podcast candidate. So look for, very shortly, uh, new information on where to find that episode that will come out. Um, I can't. I don't know if I can give you any details on that. Besides, it'll be good. <laughs> that episode will be recorded and played in like five days, four days. So it'll be, it should be a, ho a hopefully quick turnaround. Finally, the Dartmoor Podcast Network is full of great shows 
for you to enjoy during the plague. Uh, we got the misadventures and fun but why. Uh, how friends roll and playing out of character are wonderful companions of ours. Uh, there's a link to the DPN Discord channel down in the doobly-doo. I'm Izteth, an elven ranger who's great in a fight, but less so in a conversation. I'm Delilah, exiled princess and warlock to a frosty air. I'm Samuel, humble human cleric searching for answers. I'm Gashburz, tiefling barbarian raised by orcs and ready to rumble. The glorious saviors of Albion, the Cloudwalkers, the Misadventurers, a 5e folklore mystery tour. Find us wherever you can get your podcasts and join in the misadventure. Part of the Darkmoor Podcast Network. All right, back to the show. Thank you. Uh, we're going to flash forward to what? Um, are you? Are the four of you all up in the study? I don't know. Are we allowed to be in there? Sure. I, I guess we can all go. I'm just trying to move this podcast along, you know? <laughs> Unless you want to have more weird dinner talk. <laughs> yes, to study. Yeah. yeah, sure. How about this? We'll say that we're meeting there after uh after hours and here it is after After hours hours. (laughs) so what's in that desk well i mean there's other cool stuff in the room besides just the desk i'm interested in the desk by all means look through it oh i I thought it was locked (laughs) Melinda, you go up to it and roll the top up it is unlocked because of alars's knock from earlier oh yeah this morning cool it's very messy uh but on the top you see a letter written in elvish this is interesting it's addressed to elifir who you can assume to be alars's dad it says elifir your mother and i have spoken and we cannot support your decision we expected better from our firstborn We find it foolish that a student of divination would ever look for knowledge in the stars and then come away with believing the Celadrin could approve of this. To break our heritage by marrying a non-elf is to spit in the face of our collective sylvan history. It is disgraceful to think of the Geldrum family's customs and traditions being soiled by mere romantic fraternization. You declare yourself a student of Corallon and their greatness, yet you defile the very legacy of them. Do not expect us to be at your wedding, for marrying her will eject you from our family. Signed, Elegron and Luella Geldrum. Jeez. I hand it to Alaris because it's his business that I am currently in. Fair. I also read it. Did you know about this? No, I had no idea. Well, I, I, didn't, I hadn't seen this letter before, but I mean, I guess I could figure it out from happenstance, you know. Right. Alaris, I think that while you're reading that, you look up to the family portrait above the desk, and you're able to recognize Elagorn and Luella standing behind your father in the second row. Do do the people look happy in this photo? Or this picture? No, I think it's one of those like Victorian sort of yeah, like everyone's straight-faced family photos. Yeah. Very stern. I bet they look like that all the time. Alaris, I think that you have the impulse to, like, look at it closer. And you reach up and, uh, like, take it off of the hanger. And everybody else give me perception uh, checks. Got a 19. 11. Also, 9, Joe. Grimton, you notice on the back of this family portrait are the outlines of all the figures um, and names written on each of the outlines. There's some writing on the back there. Oh yeah? 
can't make it out, but... I definitely flip it over. From front to back, left to right, the, for a total of 10 family members. Um, again, this is positioned the same way that you would see on a family tree. So your father in the front row, farthest left. So he's the firstborn. Elifir, Ganeldra, Kendall, Fran, and then second row. Elegron, Luella, third row, your uh, your great-grandparents. Elistir, Syndra, Kaiman, and Rania. That's a lot of elves. Says an yeah. elf. It's like it's like reading the the genealogy of Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah those are names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about how much it means. You do notice something, Alaris. Yeah. All the firstborns presumably have E names. Mm. At least on your dad's side of the family. That might be why I have an E name. Everybody else are looking around the study. I'll read the same description that I gave uh, yesterday. Lots of books and scrolls, large family portrait. Shelves are lined with tomes and various tools for astrological divination. There is a telescope that is no longer focusing sunray extremely close onto the ground. There's some star charts. There's an orrery, excuse me. There's a selenograph, a terillion. All of these are things that you... Alaris are able to recognize but don't necessarily know the function of know the the functions of um, Give me some arcana checks or some perception checks or some insight checks Any or all of you my base role is a three. I, I want to see I if I know uh, If I can if I can figure out what to do with some of these devices Yeah, please nice. I got it um, too Joe I'm Eight, not going to be 18. able to break five, so... 19! Morlinde, you're looking around for clues on how to make all these weird tools work. You come across a small star chart in a brass frame that is sitting on a mantle. Wow. Its caption is written in Elven, The Hidden Key, Eastern Sky. And it's a star chart, so it's like a picture of the sky, right? So if I, like, yes. held it up at the correct time in the correct place, it would it would it would like match the sky correct okay and and you can recognize a telescope yeah um and that you said the eastern sky yes cool which is out the window conveniently and i think in a different star chart as you're looking over there you see something that you recognize it's called the celadron bow which is a constellation that should be in the northwestern sky at this time of year oh that's another chart Okay, so I'm gonna go try and look in the eastern sky for this thing I see on the star chart, the hidden key, yeah? Yeah. It's night, right? It's after dinner? It is night. Okay, cool. Uh, I just didn't wanna accidentally stare at the sun. Um, <laughs> and so I look up uh, and I move the telescope. 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 That's the company that made it. Ah, telescope. A telescope, telescope. The telescope towards the east. At first, I don't see too much. Like, it is it is very dark, and so there are a lot of constellations, but I'm not normally on this part of the cusp, and so a lot of things don't look... Nothing's in the right place. What you see through the viewfinder of your, your telescope, telescope is absolute darkness. There's normal, like, nighttime dark sky, right? And then this is deeper dark. Is the telescope, like, closed? Is the cap on? No. Oh, okay. You can see a dot 
of absolute black in a field of what? nighttime sky black. Like I like it's it's dark and then I see something darker than dark. Correct. Like there's something out there. Yeah, like there's a devourer out or there. something blocking light. And you look back at the star chart and look at the name and it's called the hidden key. Hmm. Well, what's hidden? Elaris, come look at this. What what are you looking for? This thing says the hidden key, and so I went and I looked for it, mm-hmm. and all I see is this dark spot. If I just look kind of where the telescope is pointing from out of the telescope, and like just look at the night sky, does it just look like it's full of stars? Uh, sure, yeah. But if I look in the telescope at that same spot, it looks like there's no, like there's nothing like it's just a void. Yeah. Hmm. Is there something wrong with the telescope? Actually, you know what? I take that back. Wait, what? Wh- I'm sorry. For for consistency's sake, no. I, re- I was really tempted to go to try to yes and that because I think that's a really cool thing. But for consistency with what I'm trying to do there, it doesn't work out. So no, there there is nothing there in the sky that you can see with your naked eyes. It's just that, that spot where we're trying to find this constellation is just gone. It's just black. Hear me out, Alaris. You remember that, like, handkerchief with a key on it for no reason? We couldn't figure out what it did? Yeah. I cannot imagine a means by which we can use that for what we're currently doing. But thing we're looking for is called the hidden key. That's a mysterious key thing. Maybe they're related. Give me a, an intelligence check, both of you. Just, like, um, raw intelligence? Raw, raw intelligence. Raw intelligence. Protected intelligence. That is going to be an 18. Nice. Good, because mine was not that good. The key on depicted on the cloth on the handkerchief is brass. The frame that this star chart is is brass. The lock that you used knock on earlier was brass. Huh. Alaris, earlier you had a, a very good roll, and I was going to use that on an insight check, uh, except that then we got distracted with the key thing, or with the... Uh, but... For that role, you remember from stories that um, now thinking about keys and whatnot, you remember that your dad was a fan of preparedness. Um, You remember one story that your mom told you about as a kid in which she bragged about your father's readiness. And so you doubt that wherever that original key was that unlocked the roll desk, which you have unlocked already, wherever that original key is, there's probably a spare hidden somewhere. So not that it matters, but using all these things together. So the the thing that the constellation is on is a like a brass box frame. Oh, okay. you know, like a, like a picture frame. Okay. You know? Can I also take that out of there and see if there's anything like behind it? There's not. Okay. Just making sure. Give me a check behind the frame check. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do believe all these things are related, but I think that what that key might have unlocked is the thing that we've already unlocked. Well. I tried. I appreciate it. I'm still wondering why there's a black spot in the sky. Yeah, that is really weird. Sometimes stars die. I'm going to examine stuff in the desk and see if there's any notes that might lead to more information about this constellation that apparently is not here anymore. I'm going to say that as you're trying to check the desk, you unlocked the um, the central roll top, but there are plenty of like drawers and stuff that are still pure, and you can't get into them. So we probably do need to find that key. Give me some perception checks, everybody, as Alaris says that out loud. God damn it. 17. 15. First good roll I've had. Eight. Seven. 
Uh, Auric and Grimton both notice the same thing, which is an unusual X-shaped burn mark on the carpet in the middle of the room. What's that weird X-shaped burn mark in the middle of the room? How did I not notice that? Jeez. I don't know, man. This is your field. Yeah, it's pretty big. Don't give him crap for missing it. You missed it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we'll examine that, then. X marks the spot. I'm not digging a hole in the mother's <laughs> floor. It's just not happening. I'm not. I'm not saying we should dig a hole. I'm gonna knock and see if there's like a hollow area. <laughs> You're gonna use, use the, the spell, spell knock. knock. Not that kind of knock. I'm not going to use the spell knock. I'm going to like <laughs> tap and you know how you do whenever yeah, you're looking to see yeah, there's a hollow spot yeah. in the wall. Yeah, you're checking for the good cantaloupe. Time to slap that watermelon. You slap the wet watermelon onto the floor, and it comes back sounding as dead as other spaces around the floor do. Is it on a rug or on like bare floor? It's a carpet. Auric would like to look straight up directly above the X and see if there's anything on the ceiling. Clever. There's not. Dang. (laughs) Okay, it was a thought. What if you stand on this spot? Alaris, you follow that suggestion. You stand on the spot and you look at the window and you're reminded of this morning where you saw the sun of the morning shining directly yep, through the telescope in a um, brightly projected beam onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Was it in the middle of where this X would be? No. Is the telescope currently pointing? It is currently oh. pointing at the constellation, the hidden key. Or the black zone that would be the constellation, the hidden but key. But the telescope isn't pointing at this X right now. Correct. Correct. Well, wait, yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yes, it, it was not this morning. But it is currently. Hmm. So I think we need to do something with this cloth, this handkerchief. I think you're right, Ulrich. Yeah. It's a, it's a matter of what do we need to do with it. I don't know. With this X marks the spot spot. Or the telescope. Or the telescope. I don't know. That's a little outside my field of, of expertise. But I'm going to try to cover the... The looking glass, like the bigger glass part of the telescope with the handkerchief key area. Okay. <laughs> it is dark. Nothing happens. I'm going to put it in the, the X marks the spot spot. And before you manifests a small inch and a half long brass key. Whoa. Look at that. Whoa. An inch and a half long brass key. How interesting. Auric says triumphantly. <laughs> I'm going to grab that manifestation. What kind of wizard shit is that? <laughs> That's crazy. It's what kind of shit. wizard shit is that? <laughs> That's crazy wizard shit. That's like level 20 That's wizard, a wizard shit. shit. Wow. Um, well, I'm going to use the key to unlock the rest of the drawers. You find various bips and bops, whatever. You find some chocolate truffles that are nicely wrapped. Those can't be good. Uh, you can tell that your dad had a, a, uh, a sweet tooth. They were they were magically preserved. I say as I pop one into my mouth. This is, this is the same magic <laughs> that Alaris did with his room. Where it's like inside, exactly. while it's closed, it's magically preserved, and then when you open it, time progresses. Yeah. Well. You gonna share? Sure. Here you go. Oh yeah, Auric greedily eats one. <laughs> hey, does that like time chamber thing work if someone's in the room? No. Ah, uh, that's inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be like the easiest way to live forever, ever. Or the easiest way to, like, punish someone forever. You find some pens. You find cufflinks. You find a pocket knife. You find a letter opener. Some solid old man You find stuff. some paper clips. 
old male, maybe. Find some old female. Butterscotch. You got this key, and you open this desk, and all there was is some truffles and a letter opener. Well, so, my dad was always known for being really prepared, right? So, while this is a cool way to have a secret key, I also think that there's a chance that it was just in case he lost his key, so that way no one else could get into his personal stuff hmm. as long as they weren't a wizard like is there anything you can do with this key to that telescope looks like it's made of the uh, same stuff maybe let's i mean let's let, is there a keyhole on the telescope i don't know yes but accidentally we'll, we'll say that this is one of the keys that has like a f- flat part on the top or on the tippy mm-hmm. top and there's a place that would be used for a flathead screwdriver and it does fit securely but it's coincidental mm. fair I don't think this unlocks anything on the telescope. I mean, you could, like, try. I don't want to accidentally break the telescope. You loosen something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I retighten it. I don't know, man. I've come to expect everything to be magical whenever I'm around you. Just like you imagine everything to be rope whenever you're around <laughs> Grimton. <laughs> also, what I said could low-key um, have been just misconstrued as a um, pickup line for Alaris. Uh, I guess I'm going to expect everything to be magical around you. What does that say about Grimton? Bondage. <laughs> Grimton has kinks. This is a lot about yeah. Grimton. Grimton's into whatever Grimton's into. Whatever, I'm not going to kink shame somebody. Oh, we were, no, we were not shaming. No, we were excited. Purging. <laughs> advantage is a kink-friendly place. I think Advantage is just a friendly place. Now, I'm going to check for, like, false bottoms or anything like that in the you grab your ass in the desk yeah you find a a false bottom grimton what's in there you look there's a hammer there's a hammer in the false bottom tiny one little bitty very ornate elven hammer attached to a regular sized hammer why why would this be hidden that's the real mystery like a hammer keychain like it's like like those phone things that you so you're they can dangle from your phone Plot twist, that's what the whole show is actually about. It's just us trying to figure out what this hammer is for. (laughs) So uh, I'm also going to look and see if the article is on the bookshelf. Yeah, I think it would be. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I I imagine if I published a book, I'd keep a copy. You would have your own copy. You find the complete article. I'll read that later. I'll just take it with me, I guess. Uh, You three notice Alaris look at the bookshelf and take something off. Hey, what's that? You know that... Uh, those notes that I was looking at earlier about the origin of the Fae and sure. all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that really confusing chart and all yep. that. I tried to find the article, like the full published article when we were in the library, but they had restricted it oh, I um, see. And, taken, and ripped it out of the book. Why would that be restricted information? I don't know. That's why I'm taking the Oh, but that's, right that's a copy of that book? Yeah, my dad wrote that article. the original. It's, the, it's, it's his article. So this is probably the original journal it was published in. Oh. Are there any other noteworthy books? Plenty of noteworthy books. I don't know what the titles are, so let me go to fantasynamegenerators.com. Nah, we should all get to make one. One noteworthy book that a scholarly elf would have? Yes. Correct. A scholarly divination wizard elf. Yeah. The future and you. <laughs> <laughs> There's one I'm going to call Echoes of Memory. And it is, despite its very, very like highfalutin title... It is actually book six in a 15-book series of uh, romantic... It's it's whatever the D&D equivalent of, like, 
Pride and Prejudice kind of times, like whatever whatever the D and D equivalent is that, and it's just this like sure. passionate romance novel, but it is notably only the sixth book or whatever I said earlier. It's not it's not the whole series, it's just that one. There's also a rather short looking article called on the effects of potent ritual herb while studying. <laughs> <laughs> There's one called Blacksmiths and Assassins, and you're not entirely sure what it's doing here, because it does just seem to be a novel. Are you on fantasynamegenerators.com on the book titles? Oh, you bet I am. Oh, nice. Me too. And all of these are surprisingly good. Yeah, they really are. Fantasy Name Generators is the goat. Like, they have some of the best names like and and they, you don't see too many of the same ones too often like this you, one's called heroes without direction what a good name that's just our show man that's us right there termination without a conscience this one's called rejecting my family <laughs> <laughs> demise of darkness alaris as they are pouring through the things you find a uh selena a selenographia there we go of uh, an astral dominion, the astral dominions of the Celadrin Bow, which is that constellation. That constellation, you know, is made up of uh, dominions of the gods of the Sylvan Pantheon. And you also know that selenographies are sorts of like visual maps of astral dominions as seen from the cusp by telescopes. There's one that is like a children's book. It's called like The Stars in You. Nice. By um, Hal Dare, the star guy. This world's equivalent of Bill Nye, the science guy, but for divination magic. Nice. <laughs> Alaris, your dad has a really diverse set of interests. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have gotten to know him. I think while everyone's looking, I, I just kind of sit down. Well, I mean, all this stuff was cool, but I didn't really find what I was looking for. I think your mom's at the door. And she leans in. This is the first time you've noticed her. And she says, what were you looking for? Mom, how, how long have you been there? Enough. Enough long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping that I could find Dad's f- family ring. Yeah, I was hoping you would too. You don't know where it is? He always wore it. And at some point he didn't come home. I see. Oh. Yeah. I was hoping. One could hope. You, you always told me he was prepared for anything. Yeah, I heard you knocking earlier. You kind of knocked on the floor or something? Well, uh, there's this X on the floor, so uh, I thought maybe there might have been like something underneath the carpet or something. Just me. Underneath the carpet? <laughs> You're funny. Alright, well, I guess we're going to get some sleep now. Should I have breakfast ready in the morning, or are you planning on eating out? Uh, breakfast sounds perfect. Same thing, or do you want something different? She's looking at all of you. Surprises. Surprises will be had. <laughs> Maybe something late, Colgafarian. <laughs> the architecture style? Yeah, <laughs> you can make food like that. Surely there was a cuisine. <laughs> I wish I knew more about the culinary delights of... <laughs> the late Colgatherian age, but no, I only know half timber. Ah, uh, what do you know? Uh, I've never been. We should chat more. <laughs> oh yeah, Grimton's real interesting. You should definitely do that. She winks. Oh. Uh. All right, that's the end of that recording. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, so we're gonna pick up for dinner as um, Nexby, you, you walk inside and Nexby is uh, helping your mother with do we need the to, meal. Do we need to clap? Do you want a clap sync? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. That sounds great. Always bad. sounds great. What was that? I think that was a chair next door. Hmm. It, it was either a chair or like some kind of eldritch beast. Working all those stuff. Have I have I shared with you guys that anytime I hear like metal bending, I think of that being like an alien language because I do. Every time I think of metal bending, I think of the Legend of Korra. I knew it. I <laughs> knew you were gonna do that. Or Toph. It's fair. Toph is awesome. Toph is awesome. Did you know that Legend of? Sorry. Um. Nope. The Last Airbender is coming to Netflix yep, uh, next month. The 15th yeah. of May. Yes. That's good considering I already own all of it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I held out. Aaron I and I tore into that. Bought it. Do you like, know yeah. three times? You know why I bought it though? Because 20, the episodes it's are about 22 minutes. An incredible minutes. show. Yes, but the episodes are about 22 minutes, which is approximately the length of my lunch period. And so Ooh. I. Oh yeah, I forgot that I, you yeah, watch you it with your kids. your kids. And they loved it. So like, good. That's the best money I've spent in a while. That's true. Um, Netflix is blocked in my school, but it might be worth it for uh, lunch bunches. Speaking yeah. of buying stuff on Amazon, like movies, I did not realize how easy it was because I've never done it. And then I was looking yeah. at um, the Mothra movie, and I accidentally clicked buy it, <laughs> and it's just like, you bought this. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's kind of dangerously yeah. easy. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Anytime you see FJB on my Twitter, that's what I mean. Nice. Huh. I would like to point out, this is one of my favorite things about playing D&D with you guys. We've been at this for an hour and a half, um, and that's the first dice I've rolled. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. That's not a complaint. Not I should have had you roll more. No, that's not a thing I mind. Oh. Like, that means we just role-played real hard. Um, that's and like true. That's, that's a 16 out of 19. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any problem with, as long as we're in character enough the minimum is like three months, but like you're supposed to do it. It's a good. It's good to do it every time you pay your utilities. Basically, you switch yep. your air filter and your air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, I don't actually do it. I just know that that's <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. Oh, it. I've both places I've lived in have had like well, they replaced it. I had a I broke an air conditioner, as in it broke while I lived there and got a new one, and with the new one. We noticed when we changed the filters, there was a significant drop in price of our AC bill. Huh. Just so you know, huh. change your huh. air filter. Anyway. So that's house management with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I think we and all don't use the expensive today, ones. They're stupid. Next you can buy week, the two dollar filters. Don't learn anything because there won't be a podcast. But the week after that, tune in, learn how to change a tire. <laughs> I know how to do hey. that. <laughs> The following keep, session, it will be fixing garbage disposals. I keep seeing the meme that's like, it's a, I think it's a, a Twitter post that got screen capped and made its way to other social media platforms. That's just like, no matter how bad things get, 
No matter how terrible things look or how bleak things are, please don't start a podcast. (laughs) 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 Like great news, we already did. Yeah, yeah, we already existed. I do feel like bad because I started a YouTube channel under the same like pretext. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, changing tires and memes slash car stuff, uh, have you guys seen the Mm -hmm. pictures of people texting their dads about them changing the oil with pictures of vegetable oil? Because I think those are <laughs> hilarious. Like, hey, I just changed the oil. It's just a picture of them putting vegetable oil in the car. And all these oh, dads no. freaking out. Like, no! <laughs> That's awesome. That's very good. See, my mom would be the one that would respond. She'd be like, now, honey, that's not how you do it. Water sports? Go for it. <laughs>